thank you very much. Chris, cheers. Yeah, nice to meet you. Miss Vicki Sullivan, cheers. You can call me Vicki. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll try. I remember how weird that is with my star being friends with my teachers. It's like, Jane? <laughs> yeah, but it's cool now that like you guys are people, not just uh, teachers. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Alrighty. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to This Life, a podcast by Mallorca Media. I'm your host, Felix Mallorca. Uh, we're sitting here at the Local Hub Studios in Escondido, California. Uh, big shout out to our biggest sponsor, Local Hub. Uh, come in now for uh, your day pass, free day pass, if you want to check it out, uh, if you're a remote worker or if you're starting a venture of some sort, um, this is a place for you. Uh, shout out to our other sponsors, uh, Picnicked and Express Yourself. Uh, today's going to be a really fun episode. I am sitting with Chris and formerly known as Miss Sullivan, but now known as Vicky. <laughs> Say what's up. What's up? <laughs> How's it going? Sorry. <laughs> Happy to be here. It's all good. So good to see Felix. So. Boy of the year. I, <laughs> co-boy, remember me? And, co-boy. You shout out to Austin Early. Yeah, um, Austin. Co. Dude, come through, man. Come to the podcast. Wouldn't You know? Yeah. <laughs> come on, Austin. Anyway. Um, so, Chris, I met you today. Yeah, first time. But I've I've known about you since I was in sixth grade. Miss <laughs> Sullivan, Vicky. Uh Tell, tell the people at home how I know you. Uh, I was Felix's PE teacher in grade six. And then, of course, was able to keep in touch with him for three more years because he went to seventh and eighth grade there, too. So got to know Felix pretty well. He was a standout and good, good guy. We Stop. share a love of Tim Freeland. Yeah. Love Mr. Freeland. Yeah. Oh, my God. I should have him on. What totally. the hell am I doing? Freeland is like the best ever. Yeah. A little closer to the mic. Freeland is the best ever. <laughs> um, yeah. Have you spoken to him at all? Um, a little bit. Sometimes through Messenger or Facebook, but yeah. not a whole lot. No. Okay. And you're retired I now, I retired right? and I kind of just dropped out and I hang out in San Diego. I rarely get back up to Escondido. Yeah. No one does. Oh, I love Escondido. <laughs> I'm like a fourth generation. Oh, really? One, two, three. Yeah, I'm fourth generation. Okay. You went to school here? Yeah. Did both of you Conway. went? Conway. No? Well, hold on, man. Okay. All right, all right. <laughs> I want to bring him in. He's just sitting there. That's all good. That's all good. Conway. <laughs> Grant, which is Mission, um, Escondido High. And my grandparents like did the same. Grandma and Grandpa graduated from Escondido High on one side, Grandma from the other side. Yeah, Escondido. Wow. Parents, Escondido High. There's a picture of Vicky's Grandma at Bates Nut Farm, the Escondido class of whatever year she graduated. Yeah. yeah. Dang. Yeah. That's yeah. been around for that long, huh? Yeah. No offense to your grandma. Oh, yeah. No, they're, they're dead and ancient, but they, they were alive and well. <laughs> That's awesome. And and Chris, where are you from? I'm from San Diego, and I uh, went to school at, in La Mesa at Helix High School. We graduated the same year, 1979. And we were at the CIF game, Escondido High versus Helix, when we were 17 years old, but of course we didn't know that at then. At the San Diego Stadium in 1978 or 79, I can't remember. 79, I think. 79, senior year. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. We didn't even, it was a cold night, I remember that. I was bundled up. Were you playing or were you Oh, no, I was a watching. spectator. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And you were watching as well? Yes. Or a cheerleader or anything? I was a cheerleader my junior year. So I think it was our senior year we were. I didn't cheer that game. Okay. Nice. Um, so I think people are like, well, why are you... I always like talking to my, my, my former teachers because, as I told you before this, when we're kids, it's like, oh, there are, you know, there are teachers. Just like mom. Mom is... Her name's mom. You know, and if she doesn't even now, she doesn't answer the phone. I'm like, what is my mom doing rather than being my mom? You know, um, but now that I'm older, um, we're just talking some politics stuff and, and talking before this. But uh, we're pretty much both. I mean, I'm an adult. You're an adult. Everyone's an adult. We're adulting um, together. Exactly. Yeah. So that that dynamic kind of changes. And something that I always remember, and this is kind of one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you guys in here was I've had couples on before. I had Frankie and Annalie who. Uh, go listen to those episodes. They have been married for about a year now. I had Chris and Kaylee who have been together since forever and they own their own business, uh, Iconic Fitness. And now I have you two on. Uh, oh, guys. <laughs> so I remember you telling us when, when we we're in sixth grade that uh, you... Chris, you proposed a month in. And I remember even then, as a sixth grader, I was like, 
that is crazy. But, <laughs> totally. But, but you've been together how long? 36 years. 36 yeah. years. Yeah. 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 Wow. July 13th, 1984 is when we met. Beautiful. Yeah. So speak a little bit on that. Um, where, where did you meet? Uh, what did you think? What did your, I have so many questions. So let's start off. With, let's start yeah. off with, uh, where did you meet? Okay. You go. I, we start. Yeah. Okay. It I'll, really I'll butt is. in as appropriate. Okay. okay. Perfect. Yeah. It really is fun. Uh, I was 22 and my mom and dad had called and said, we're going to the beach. Do you want to go with us? My brother is going with his girlfriend. My sister is going with her boyfriend. And I'm just like, oh, I don't want to be like, I wanted a boyfriend. I didn't have a boyfriend. I'm like, I don't want to be around mom and dad, my brother and all these couples. So I'm like, no, I'm staying home. So I was living near San Diego State okay. and living in the apartments there. I was finishing up school that year. So it's my senior year <clears throat> as a college student at state. And so I lived in a college apartments and on July 13th, 1984, next door I could hear like, some partying going on and um, one of the gals next door who's a good friend of mine called me and said, hey, Vicky, there's like an extra guy. So it was two women and their two boyfriends and they brought this extra guy and they're like, can you just come down? I mean, just come hang with us. I feel like he's just standing there doing nothing. I was the fifth wheel for sure. (laughs) And so I'm like, I'm not in the mood, but I'm like, let me stand on the balcony. I'll look over and see what I think. So I went out on my balcony and I kind of looked over and I saw him and I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll go down there. <laughs> so I went down and uh, there were now three couples and we were all 22 and there was music and uh, you want to go from here? There was music. We, lit, we were all into <laughs> rock and roll. Get, so my friend Mike was going out with the lady that lived next door to Vicky at the time. And we were all into music and going to concerts and shows. We were all big punk rockers, all this, you know. Band, Total this punk stuff, rockers. This nice. Stuff. I was not a punk rocker. <laughs> okay. And so we were playing music, and I think there might have been, you know, some beers on the table or something like that. And Vicky came over, and we started talking, and the music got louder, and the dancing started. And, man, the next thing you know, I was doing the worm on the floor, doing a whole <laughs> courtship ritual dance, man. <laughs> And this guy, now that I, I mean, I knew him soon after that, he doesn't I'm dance. I'm the least funky human he, on the planet. Wow. He's totally not a dancer, not funky. No. And he is doing the worm to B-52s. And I'm just like, <laughs> dude, Rock Lobster, this guy is, is wild. And rock Lobster? Rock Lobster. Beautiful. That's a classic. Oh, yeah. And For he sure. uh, made me run down all the music I was into, which was not at all the music he was into. And I'm Carly I'm so, Simon. Shut up, please. Joni Mitchell. Stop, okay. Stop. So like love music and yeah, slow. You know, really 70s, stuff, yeah, 70s yeah, classic yeah. kind yeah. of folky stuff. And he was into... X and the cramps and all kinds <laughs> of wild stuff. Blue Reed, I love still. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so I, I, I disappointed him greatly, yeah. I'm sure, because really? my music was not up to par with he and his cool punk guys. <laughs> That's not true. You're, you're plenty cool. Not, in, not musically. <laughs> uh, so do you want to get wilder? It goes on. That's why we're here. Okay. We got time. We got time. All right. So now we're six of us and, and, um, you know, there, there was some partying going on, some dancing, some loud music. <laughs> Someone gets a great idea that we're going to go, like, uh, break into a pool at another complex that isn't our complex. So we're just going to go nice. swimming. Oh, no. It's Jane Keithley's parents. So Jane Keithley, his parents were gone, so he had a pool. We That was another time we did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Dang. We, <laughs> truth comes out, huh? Yeah. So we went over to a friend's house and there was a pool and next thing you know, we're all swimming and diving. Having a diving contest. And, and I'm yeah. an ex-gymnast, so of course I'm doing like millions of flips. Fancy stuff. Oh, Court, yeah. Courtship part courtship. two. Exactly. There you exactly. go. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. She's got the worm, I got the flips. And it was a great night, just a magical night. We like hit it off and, amazingly. Yeah. And that night I came home and I had a journal and I wrote, I'm going to marry this guy. Wow. I knew that night. And he spent the night last night on the couch. Downstairs on the couch. Downstairs okay. on yes. the couch. And uh, I guess at that point, he never left. <laughs> he, he just stayed on the couch. Just stayed on the couch. <laughs> hey, baby, I'm here, you know, so. He basically moved in that night. Wow. And uh, we've been together ever since. 
the next morning, though, it was even better. We woke up and Vicky took me to this place called the College Restaurant. Oh, yeah, classic. At Montezuma in El Cajon, I think. It's not there anymore, of course, but I had my first cup of coffee. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. dude, you don't drink coffee? And how old were you guys? 22. 22. 22. Yeah. I actually started drinking coffee when I was 22. Yeah, right. What's so, up with that? <laughs> coffee is, like, essential. I, I, I mean. Yeah, I thought it was just a college student thing where you just had to, like, keep that energy up all the time so yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. that's why i started drinking it um i <laughs> yeah. i heard it helped but so you weren't both of you were in college i was not i you was were in, not i worked at a place called convair down on pacific highway in san diego and i was a um a shapes and services mechanic which okay. means that i assembled airplanes and oh, wow. then rockets and stuff like that that's cool it was he made yeah. good money for a young guy yeah it was a great job Dang. Fun job, yeah. And yeah. Um, I was finishing up college that year, <clears throat> and at some point, oh, well, we should also mention that he moved in the next day. Uh, uh, actually, yeah, it was just about a week later. I went, I went back to my place where I was staying, and my roommate said, "Just don't move out because I rent or whatever. We had mm-hmm. rent, you know." I was just like, "Yeah, yeah, no, nah, come on, don't, don't, <laughs> don't trip, man. I'm, you know, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm good." <laughs> and then, like the next day, I left a note on his pillow. Sorry, bro. Sorry, bro. <laughs> I'm out now. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, yeah. And I actually had a new a roommate moving in, and she'd already signed a contract. And I think I had to flake on her, too. Felt horrible. Yeah. I still remember her name, Helen. Helen. Shout out to Helen. Sorry, yeah, Helen. sorry, Helen. It disrupted her life. Yeah. So Hopefully he, she figured it out. About three weeks after that, he moved in, uh, he had moved in, and then he came, walked home one day, or came home and had a, a little black, like you see the velvet jewelry box yeah. and opened it up and it was a little engagement ring. So we were engaged just a few weeks after that. And uh, pulled it out of my pocket with a bunch of metal shavings coming out and <laughs> blew it off, caught the thing out, you know? Yeah. yeah. What, what were your thoughts when he did that? Right on. We're doing it. Let's do it. And Holy crap. Yeah. And that was it. And we got married uh, seven months later. Seven months later. And yeah. uh, we've been together for 36 years. And we waited eight years to have kids. We got to play a lot. Um, That was fun. Traveled Europe and backpacked around. And um, but anyway, before all that, after he moved in, that was during the summertime, right? July thirteenth. We decided. uh, I said something. He said, "I'm kind of interested in going to college," and I'm like, "I think you should." So back when you could just go go to SDSU and say, "Oh, here's my fee." Wow. Take a test, to, to take the math test and the English test and paint. place yourself. Place yeah. Yourself. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. 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 And then he, he went through and did the four years and then the two years for the master. And then after that, got his doctorate. So he just kept going. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> he went from being a machinist to Dr. Sullivan. <laughs> we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, in a good way. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Vicky inspired me to go to school. I mean, it was. I always like to read and kind of write and all that kind of stuff, but she really kind of put that focus on me. Like you can do something with this right. rather than just have a good time reading on your own or reading that novel or whatever you can do. Dude, you can I read your work. poetry books. He had like books of poetry. He's like a machinist working at Convair, but writing this great poetry. Yeah. Yeah. Very That's awesome. Artistic. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you get your doctorate in? In curriculum, education, uh, educational leadership. So, okay. Yeah. Oh, so both of you are, are educators. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I teach English at Mesa College in San Diego. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So I'm getting, I'm getting two. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, shoot. What was I going to ask? I have so many questions. Like uh, this is, yeah, so, what, what did your parents think? Good question. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. There's really some, good question. some stories there too. So I, I was always like really picky about guys and my girlfriends would say, Vicky, you're never going to meet this guy that you're waiting for. Right. Not like 22 is very old, but when you're 22 somehow. I felt like I was really old at 22 that I didn't have. <laughs> See. That I didn't have. You know, uh, yeah. Same. My back hurts so bad right now. <laughs> <laughs> And and I was just tired of not really having a boyfriend because I was picky. I would go on like one or two dates and I'd just be like, "Eh, no, no, he got me flowers. Oh, I hated that. Oh, he wore the wrong (laughs) shoes. I mean, yeah, just anything bugged me because I knew what I wanted. Right. So I, and I would date guys just to kind of stay with them because my girlfriends were like, you know, Vicky, you have to just give them a try. But I knew every guy was just like, eh. So... Oh, so my parents were, of course, freaked out. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, 
what on earth? Like, what? You're, you're the girl that doesn't even like all these guys. And then my the girlfriend's oldest daughter, oldest daughter right. very responsible, always did the right thing, all of a sudden getting married like in a month. And then my girlfriends were even more horrified. They had to gather and cluck around me and they're like, he has tattoos. Oh no. Yeah. Yep. And he was a punk rocker and he took me to mosh pits and made me like mosh and stuff. And <laughs> you know, that was just not me. And he wore like high boots and like Oh the Doc Martens or uh like those, but yeah. kind of yeah. more yeah. like mod, like um <laughs> Mil- uh, L- L- military? Oh, I don't know what that is. Yeah. I don't know. Beetle boot. Beetle boots. Okay. Yeah. Kinda. So anyway, my girlfriends gave me a hard time until they met him. Once everybody meets Chris, they're like, oh, great. But, nice. uh, so yeah, everybody was very surprised. And your mom? My mom was a pretty tough sell, I think. Um, she, I, I think... Well, I don't know. You, you, well, you I was mostly embarrassed. Yeah. To, yeah. To, I like after. I mean, I met her, and I'm like, I know we've only been known each other a month. Don't think I'm like a, a weirdo. I'm really a normal woman, <laughs> yeah. and I'm, I'm I'm a good gal. And yeah. but we're gonna get married. I remember her just kind of going, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and then it's your. Are you a mama's boy? Um. Yeah, I was just. Yeah, it was a complicated family upbringing, so okay. probably so. So know? a little closer yeah. to your mom. And mom, mama bear is always like, yeah, she, who's this woman? Yeah. Who's yeah. this woman taking taking my son away? But I remember going to Vicky's house, her parents' house for the first time. And out in Hidden Meadows, really beautiful area out there. And her dad was cooking salmon outdoors, and we were all sitting outside. And... Um, Brandon and Andy were there, and all all the family was there. And Vicky's dad was drinking a glass of wine, and he was talking to me. I think he was giving me like the dad kind of trip, like lecturing me. And yeah. he's leaning back in his chair, and he kept leaning back, and he fell backward in his chair, and he kept talking. Just normal. Yeah, yeah just normal. So like, he, like, he couldn't laugh or so anything. So I was like, okay, is he like pranking me right now? Am yeah. I supposed to help him? Am I supposed to laugh at him? What's going on? But he just got up, put his chair back up, and everybody around was like yeah that's how it is he just fell over backwards oh <laughs> that, slow, slow motion just like because he was talking the whole time it wasn't like so was it like a test or he was just I, drunk I, to this day i don't know i don't think he was drunk he I think just, it was just it always freaks me out when you yeah, think about that yeah that was a, yeah <laughs> you'll never stop thinking about but it. but at that moment i knew that i had found my my real family <laughs> okay because <laughs> they were kind of kooky and weird yeah yeah that's, we both have kooky, weird families. That's what makes it fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fun and not always a fun way. <laughs> we were pretty serious about making a, a, a stable, happy life for ourselves. We both come from families, marriages that were really troubled and okay. emotionally and psychically and economically. violently yeah, and yeah. economically. Yeah. So we were both, you would never guess it from a couple that's going to get married a month after they meet, but we were pretty pretty good and strong about how we want to have our trying to correct our path after our upbringing yeah so did that ever cause any tension or friction because i know sometimes i try to maybe overcorrect, and i'm like well i'm seeing this repeating that i've seen i don't know with my mom or dad or which they have a great marriage my mom always watches so right um (laughs) but sometimes it's a little invasive and I'm just like, I don't want to repeat that pattern. And then I get in my own head and I'm like, don't repeat the pattern, don't repeat the pattern. And then I overcompensate and I'm just like a crazy person sometimes. Um, ladies, I'm not crazy. But um, no, did, did, very cool. <laughs> did that ever, did you ever find that happening where maybe you were stepping on each other's toes or maybe overcompensating uh, because you weren't trying to? No. Vicky's really mistakes? good at checking me because I, I turned into kind of like a hovering parent. And Vicky was much better at like letting the kids sort of fall, like fall and Get yeah. So I up. found myself being much more of the. Oh one yeah, that, he's total mom. I'm yeah, dad. Yeah, <laughs> worried, fretting over stuff, following them around. Yeah. Okay. But uh, as far as our the marriages, no, we are nothing like our families, our mom and dad's marriage, and you're nothing like your parents' marriage. Nothing. Mm-hmm. We never even had to think about that. Completely different. Wow. We forged our own way. Yeah, we were talking on the way up here about how we did co you know we did co-equal stuff or chores were chores and it wasn't like okay this is your chore because you're a, a woman, a woman. And this yeah. is your chore because you're a guy or whatever but yeah that, that worked out pretty well Total, I, totally i actually know people in my uh generation that right. still think like that oh no i'm like bro what are you 
talking about like yeah. if she cooks i'll i'll clean up that's fine or maybe yeah. i'll cook one day and yeah. we'll yeah. both clean up together like yeah. it's it's not a big deal and people oh, it's, that's girl shit bro and i'm like what <laughs> like what are you yeah. doing i'm not gonna name names but you know who you are wow. um hopefully you listen because <laughs> more listeners and stop better. that yeah you better stop ladies and gentlemen this episode is brought to you by picnicked if you're looking for any fancy date night ideas or just to celebrate yourself. Um, Picnicked has a ton of different packages for you, your friends, you and your dog, you and your boyfriend, you and your girlfriend, you and uh, anyone really. Um, this is a great anniversary gift, even a, um, what's it called? A uh, Christmas present because Christmas is coming up. So if you book something in November, which is probably going to be over next week, um, and mention this life picnic will give you 10% off of your picnic booking. Again, that's picnic and it's spelled P I C N I C K E D underscore, uh, hit them up on Instagram and you will be able to book your picnic today. Back to the show. What was it like after, uh, what was it like after you proposed? Was it, were you, because obviously you propose and then you have to plan your wedding and. Oh no. Oh no wedding. We eloped. Oh my okay. God. We totally we eloped. We forgot to mention that. That's yeah. We yeah. also come from families that had zilch money. So we kind of like, um, moved up that ladder economically. Okay. Um, and so when we told our parents we're going to get married, I mean, neither one of them had a dime. None of them. I had two parents. He had one mom. And, and we're like, yeah, that's okay. We're just going to elope. So we totally eloped. And yeah, he, we, got a, we got a marriage license. We, we got the marriage license on the morning of. I went and got a suit at the thrift store. Vicky got her dress. JC Penney's $36. We got the <laughs> bouquet at Vons. Yep. My girlfriend's got me a bouquet of bonds. And then a few, we had a couple of our friends as witnesses, and we... Like six people. Went downtown, got the license figured out, and then they found for us a minister over in City Heights on Cherokee Street near yep. university, and uh, we jammed over to her place, and she married us, Then we went over to... Uh, Gosh, we borrowed my mom's car. Hard we to, drove to Santa oh, Barbara. Wait, where's the restaurant we went to? Oh, Julio's. Julio's. Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I picked that up, so... <laughs> Get her boys. Yeah, Julio's for Albondigas. We uh, threw uh, Albondigas meatballs. Right? Yeah, we, we were did, at the restaurant. Yeah. We had a big Albondigas meatball fight in yeah. the restaurant, yeah. and they weren't happy, but they weren't okay with it because it was our wedding. And then about... <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> yeah. It was great. Meatballs from yeah. the suit just throw well, it Vicky was a regular there, so they were like... Yeah. Oh, cool. like, yeah. yeah. Vicky. Yeah. 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 I have a little history at that restaurant because every time I went, I would end by th- putting my glass of water over my head. And so they just used to me. Oh. Every time <laughs> I... antics? Every time the, I would leave Vicky's with wet antics. head because yeah. the yeah. glass had to go over my head. Yeah. Yeah. It was a thing. All right. So, yeah, we got married. And then about a month later, we went no, to no, San Francisco. Yeah, went yeah. to San Francisco. Yeah. We stopped in Santa Barbara on the way, and we had this thing. Uh, we stopped at a restaurant, and they had this pasta dish called something like torta, torta, honey. tortellini, I think. Tortellini. Okay. We had tortellini for the first time. And we and were, we're like, squares. We were like, this is Whoa. amazing. What yeah. is this? Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. were poor. I mean, we, my parents didn't go out to eat. And yeah, the whole yeah. food thing hadn't happened yet. Coffee bars, you know, <laughs> brew pubs, none of that. And so Tortellini just was like, we're like, oh, my God, we're on our honeymoon in Santa Barbara. We're having tort, tort We didn't know how to say it, Tortellini. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. And then we went to yeah. San Francisco in a stick shift car from Santa yeah. Barbara. And that was terrifying, driving my mom's stick shift in San Francisco because, you know, the hills. Yeah, yeah And wild. that was another big experience because yeah. I'd never been to San Francisco, nor had you. Yeah, I don't think I had either. We, we you know, we, our family's a struggled we didn't get out much <laughs> wow but uh yeah. so that we we loved out oh, but here's the best part the year after we got married i took i was finished with school then college so i uh, waitressed at murray calendars in san diego and saved money and he worked one more year at the general dynamics convert and saved money and then we took that money and that we would have used for a wedding or something and we traveled in europe for three months backpacking around Wow. Which was cool. How fun was that? That was really fun. So fun. But before that, though, we after we got back from our honeymoon, 
In San Francisco. In San Francisco. Our family did throw us a party. That's true. Okay. On, at Cobb Lane. Brandon's grandma. Okay. We have a mutual friend. Says, uh, say ma. Yeah, he was your, yeah. one of your He was professors. my, my, um, such a small world too. Yeah. He was, he was my film professor and then yeah. he was my, my English professor, I think. Yeah. Or, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. So his, his cool wife dude. is my best friend and my cousin actually. Andy. Andy. I met her as well. So yeah. they had a party for us at Brandon's mom's house in Valley Center. Oh mm-hmm. man. Yeah. So before you guys left to Northern California or like traveled through California, mm-hmm. you had never left before? Not, not me. I mean, family vacation. Northern California, camping with grandma, grandpa. I had never been to Mexico yet. I had never been out of the state, never been on a plane. Only like with grandma, grandpa, maybe camping. Okay. That's crazy. So how was that? Did that test your, has there, actually, let me kind of broaden it a little bit. Has has your relationship ever been tested? Because it seems like you guys are very just easygoing and... We've, we've had, our biggest disagreements came with the kids, you know, raising the kids and yeah. that's always tough philosophies and yeah, when certain personality uh, issues would emerge, it'd be like, okay, if you have one way to approach it. I have another way. We weren't always in agreement about that. Yeah. We've actually had a really weirdly easy time. I think that's not normal. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. No. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we just were so compatible. Yeah. And, and Our birthdays are three days apart. We're born the same year, three days apart. Yeah. Wow. August 2nd, 1961, August 5. Yeah. He's really easy to get along with. It's going to sound really dumb, but I don't think I'm a very complicated person. And I think that every day that I open my eyes, I'm just like... Right on. I yeah. Get, I get another crack at it. And then I get to look over and Vicky's right next to me. And it's like, well, you, let's it's, go. You can't, yeah, you can't beat that. Can't beat it. Oh, I love yeah. that. Honestly, yeah. I could kind of tell because when I, when I grabbed the two beers, you were like, whoa, like, yeah, man. Hell yeah. Like, cause I, so I got a little six pack of, um, and I'm not going to drink them tonight or whatever. <laughs> I'll let you take one home though. If you want, uh, for everyone at home, I got a corn out some corn out of brewing, uh, and this modern time spaceways. And I was yeah. like, you know, people yeah. like variety and stuff. Sure, sure. You told me, yeah, beer for the man, water for me. And I was like, what kind of beer? And you're like, ah, oh, he likes all kinds. And I was like, okay. Yeah. So I took them both out and you were just like, Oh, whoa. <laughs> I was like, Oh, thanks man. Like it made me feel good. good but good, uh, good. I was like, yeah, hell yeah. I, the, the amount of like stoke you had for that small thing. I was like, and I think that's how honestly everyone should live their lives. And I've more or less tried to kind of adopt that where I'm like, dude, I woke up today. Hell yeah. Or like, <laughs> yeah. you know, little things you're like, Oh yeah, hell yeah. Like this is tight. Um, even though, you know, it's hard when right. the coffee falls and then right, the right. oatmeal falls. And <laughs> right. The other day I was uh, shaking up my, uh, what's it called? My protein shake and the top was open. <laughs> I did not click it and I went and just everything went everywhere. And <sighs> that's fun. I yeah. just yeah. threw the bottles, <laughs> you know, and, and then I got in the car and I was like, it's going to be okay. You know, and, um, I remember you being like that at school too. I mean, that's why you got cowboy of the year. Oh, I was a perfectionist. You were, through and through. but you always had a great attitude. It, well, you did. You did. But you know, what's crazy is after middle school is when everything kind of started happening where I just, I started feeling depressed, um, a little bit suicidal. Um, and I had no idea why I thought it was just a, um, I thought it was just a, a teenager. And that's what you hear all the time. It's like, you're just a, you're just a crazy kid. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't want to get into that again. Um, I've I've watched your, some of your, um, what's the exact word? It's not, is it not a podcast? Cause that's, what do we call these? This is a, this is a podcast. Oh, it's a podcast. But some podcasts you just listen to yours. You actually have a video too that goes with it. Uh, well, I do both. I do video, okay. but you're talking about the first ones that I put I've on my. I've listened to a couple that you've talked to about like mental health, and it's been really interesting. Yeah, I know that that's what your generation has to deal with quite a bit. So much with the generation. I, I, Vicky and I talk about I this. Don't know all what the it time. is? I wonder. Yeah, because it, I mean, and we're figuring out now that your generation as well had it, but they just didn't talk about it, and you were kind of strong and. T- I'm like, why can't we do that? Right. And people blame social media and people blame all this other stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not very involved in social media. Like I've always had a question of like, why, like, why are we like this? We, our generation says the th- same thing because all of us, our parents, we are 
blessed with the best friends, like the best friends. Right. Like, like that's a big part of success too, is having a, that social network is really important. That's what I always talk you know, about. Face to face stuff and people you can hang out with and go, go on vacation with. And then you have kids together and you raise your kids together and all that. And stuff, so. all of the kids that we've raised are wonderful, but they all struggle yeah. with a little bit, uh, much more mental malaise than we did. Anxiety. And we don't get be, it. Yeah, we, right. we don't get what the difference is either. Somebody's going to be writing lots of books about this because there is something that happened between our generation and your generation. Our kids are the same age as you. Right. There's Tala and Rowan. 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 There's some elephants in the room, though. I mean, climate change. I mean, the world is radically different for you all and bringing up. Yeah. We also grew up yeah. with, and I read about this actually, with 9-11. We yeah. grew up in post 9-11 world. Like yeah. we were kids and it was like running around. And I always hear about people like talking about the old days and how you could leave your bike in the front and people are like, oh, that's so-and-so's bike. That's yeah. where he's at. Yeah. Um, but after 9-11, it was like, everyone was like on edge. And mm -hmm. I remember feeling my parents' anxiety, even going to the mall. I remember that, that uh, Halloween, because we used to go to the mall for Halloween and walk around the different stores and they would have like candy yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, can we, are we allowed to do that now? And my parents were like, um, you know, maybe we'll skip it this year. I don't remember if we went, but I think we always in the back of our heads had that. Uh, I think that's a part of it where we had the whole nine 11 and absolutely that's an interesting and, yeah. concept. I hadn't thought about that. I'll have to talk to our kids about that too. Yeah. I do remember that was the first night we ever let them watch the news. Cause they were little. How old yeah. were you then? They were like five or six. Yeah, I think I was in kindergarten. Yeah. yeah. So our kids never watched the news because we thought it when they were that little because it was pretty distressing to watch the news. No reason and for a kid to watch the they news. They were yeah. sensitive little kids. I mean, right. they were watching Winnie the Pooh, you know. Yeah. But on that day, you know, we had to watch TV. So that was the first time they got to watch the news in a horrible way. <laughs> it had jump them into the news. Yeah. But we had to watch it. So we tried to just explain. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's one of the best things. Um, Funny enough, my dad used to punish me by making me watch the news because it's so boring. <laughs> and I just sit there and cry the whole time and he'd be like, listen. <laughs> but um, there you go. Yeah, yeah that that's, day, yeah. that day, I remember just my brother and I were watching uh, Buzz Lightyear in the morning because they had a little show in the morning and it cut off with like people jumping off the twin. And I was like, what is this, dude? Yeah. And then I came home. Actually, my first grade teacher, well, I was in first grade. Uh, Miss Polkover, and I found her on Facebook and I told her this. She sat down with us as first graders and mm -hmm. was like, everyone, like we need to, we're gonna take, you know, a couple minutes and we're gonna talk about what happened today. This is what happened. And she like explained it to us. And she, I always remember that because she spoke to us as people. Wow. Not like little kids. Wow. And I remember telling her that, um, wow. I think her name is Tara, Tara Polkover, big shout out. I don't know if she, she probably doesn't listen, but um, yeah, I and I found her on Facebook, I was like, I found her on 9-11, actually, wow. because I every single time, every yeah. single year, I remember that. Right. And I found her. I was like, hi, uh, did you teach at, you know, at Glenview? And I told her, thank you so much for sitting down and talking to us, because wow. as kids, that's what we need. Of course. Right. And I, and I don't, obviously, you know, it's hard to sit there and talk like when the shootings happened. I was uh, I was a senior when Sandy Hook happened and we all knew what you know what happened um but then the later shootings i was working for the city of escondido i think and then the city of poway and kids were like what happened and I, i'd be like i don't know if i'm gonna yeah. talk about it yeah. and there's always that weird like mm -hmm. you want to let them know but right but you don't want to like traumatize them but right keep a little distance but right at the same time be real with them i mean exactly wow and i think we just grew up with with seeing all that crap and now it's so readily available yeah i'm on instagram and instagram's telling me to vote and i'm like dude i already did and it's like now figure out what's going on and they're just throwing it in my face and yeah. i can put up a little sticker that says i voted and then they can click on there where's the polls and that's just an example of getting i mean excuse my language getting shit shoved in your face all the time yeah and the shooting same thing yeah. kids had their phones out yeah um yeah. and you're just watching people die and yeah you're like, oh my God, like, how are you supposed to feel? And I think that that's, that's a big part of why we feel this way. I think so too. And I, I thought, I thought I heard you say you weren't sure if it was, you know, the anxiety and stuff for your generation is because of that. But I, I really feel it has to be because of social media. That's a huge groundswell yeah. change. And I mean, did you see the social dilemma? I did. I've been preaching people. You got to watch that movie, man. It's interesting. You yeah. have to watch that movie. Yeah. And I, I think that's a big part of it. 
yeah social media i mean right now i have i think i post i don't know if you saw this on my story but um i watched one republican video of i was clickbaited i was like oh that that sounds cool it was like some some republican going off on some girl and i was like all right i watched it and i had i was like okay cool then i started getting Trump 2020, you will never believe what he said. And uh, sleepy Joe Biden. And then I'm just like getting all these and I'm like, yo, what is going on? Like I'm, I'm by no means like a radical Republican or radical liberal or whatever, but I'm just getting all these things targeted at me. And I'm like, oh my. So as soon as I watched that movie, I was like, that this is it. So yeah. Do you, do you guys see as educators, do you see that kind of shift of, of obviously every generation kind of changes? I've spoken with other teachers too, where I'm like, they're, they're like, I'm retiring in two years because I can't do this anymore. These kids are a different breed. And I worked with kids for five, six years and I saw it then. Yeah. Did you, obviously we have two different sides of of the spectrum, but let's start with middle school. What, how do you. How do you see that? What what I see is um, not just with the students I taught, but with our own kids who, you know, are the same age as you. It's like uh, concentration is so much less now with your generation. <laughs> Reading a book, tough, um, tough. <laughs> it's tough. And, and I'm embarrassed <laughs> to say, even for me, like I used to read so much, and now since that flipping Instagram. <laughs> I'm on the Instagram what I when I used to would be reading oh. and it's hard for me to, to sit down and read for an extended period of time now and I see it with the kids so and I started seeing that with the students before I retired is it's really hard to stay focused on their schoolwork and reading and things that cause you know that, that they should be intellectually involved with it's so much more difficult but maybe it's a different type of intellect at work though too and i think that's what we're seeing is an evolution as well that students are getting better at multitasking at doing a number of things at once so it, i see it a couple of different ways though i mean do we see this as a tool or a utility or is it is it something that divides us or is it something that actually something that will help us create a better future for ourselves what are your students? You teach 20-some-year-olds, yeah. what do they say? So I, I'm just thinking that when we're in class now, we're on a Zoom format, and so right. the students are working on something for the class. They're also sending me chat messages for the comments that I'm making orally to them, and then I can also see them using their social media or their phones and whatnot. So, yeah, they're just... Uh, it's. It's utilitarian in a way, but I wonder to what extent we're going to get to the point where the distraction of it is seen as superfluous in favor of its utility. Well, I mean, I get paid to make social media ads. Right. So, I mean, yeah. And I get paid to understand right. that we have three seconds of, uh, three but seconds to hook someone in. Attention time. And that's it. Yeah. 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 And I think a year ago it was five seconds. Wow. And it's going down. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So the fact that that's... Yeah, uh, I have no idea. I, I almost don't want kids because I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Right. And I think that when we look at how, um, you know, we used to use the television as a babysitter and right. over to the point where we use these little, you know, two and a half or three inch screens as the, the babysitter, antenna. right? The antenna, yeah. <laughs> put it on the end of the end of the, uh, the, the pram or the stroller and calm the kid down that way. So it's going to change us <laughs> developmentally somehow, but I'm not sure what I, that'll look like. I know a lot of your generation is talking about not having children, and, and uh, I get it. It's a pretty stressful world right now, but kids are awfully fun. It's the best thing we ever did, actually. Really? I mean, I obviously, I yeah. want kids, but I'm yeah. at the point right now where I'm like, mm. yeah. yeah. We've got a great little couple next to us. They're just a little bit older than you, and, and we love them like their own our own kids, and they are not going to have kids, and they're perfectly happy, and they will be. You know, we would have been happy without kids too. Yeah. We we have so much fun. We had planned on actually not having kids. Oh wow! Them for eight years, and then we were goofing off, like Vic said. You know, we were traveling, camping, going places, doing things, and then we thought, yeah, let's have some kids. One day the kid shows up, right? No, no, we planned the kids. <laughs> <laughs> we had it planned. He had to finish his. Uh, you finish your masters, and That's we right, get the kids just right after. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we we planned it. Okay. Well, I mean, no 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 no. Here. We we t- dude. We planned it. We planned it. 
dude <laughs> don't make us look bad um, no I totally think whenever if kids happen they happen but yeah. we actually because our parents didn't plan anything right <laughs> and their kids every pregnancy they had just happened we were very good about saying we want to wait till we have this much money and this much not that everybody has to do that it's just from the backgrounds we came from yeah we yeah. wanted to make sure that this was gonna be a good thing for us stable for the kids stable. Yeah. so what were those eight years like fun Oh my God. What did you so do? What were you thinking? We, we love our friends. We've got this extensive groups of, of friends. So I always go on girl trips with my girlfriends. She would go on guy trips with the camping guys. Trips with the guys, mutual, mutual like, camping yeah. with all the couples. We're big campers. Uh, we played beach volleyball forever with each yeah, other yeah. and, uh, soccer, co-ed, co-ed soccer, soccer teams. Yeah. And, um, just so much camping and traveling in Europe and, we just had fun. Yeah. Just so much yeah. fun. Yeah. Just fun. Do you recommend it for, for couples now to kind of have a hiatus from I think life so, almost? Once yeah. you have kids and a house payment and all that, it, it, you're kind of stuck in the, the grooves. <laughs> but before all that happens, you don't have the grooves. You're not in debt. You don't have the kids to take care of. You can play. Right. It's the best time to play. I was teaching at a school in San Diego and I was... the. I got my full-time job at Mesa, and so the department chair took me out to lunch, and we were sitting there having lunch, looking out. I was at USD. You so were like we were looking, 30. 31, 30, 33, yeah. something like yeah. that. But so we had just bought a house. I had just got my full-time job, and this guy looks at me and goes, all right, buddy, you're locked in. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> right? I think we had Rowan and Tala might have been just a little over a a year old maybe at that time so but he just gave me the sage look like congrats yeah you're locked in that's awesome <laughs> that's, that was his way of saying it yeah 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 um i actually i want to talk about my myself i love talking about myself um just kidding but <laughs> i'm at the point where i want to make something of myself and you're doing it (laughs) this is it i mean i i think i've made something of myself and i want to keep going and i want to i mean obviously we talk about generational wealth and and i mean i think my generation talks about that a lot um we kind of put things on hold for for that but i find myself doing that a lot i find myself sometimes even with relationships i'm like uh you're gonna have to wait because i'm working you know and i've seen it go negative sometimes um but I'm also trying to save money. You know, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm in that spot where I'm like, this, this has to work, it's gonna work. I have to keep working, keep your head down, keep working. Um, what advice would you give people like me? I would say if, what you're, if you like what you're doing, keep doing it and keep socking that money away as long as you're liking it. If you're hating it, then you have to switch it up because I, I feel like there's too many people that waste Mental health at jobs they don't particularly like. Yeah. Don't go against yourself. Yeah. But but then again, I also do think there's such a thing as a working class hero where like you don't have to like have a passion and follow your dream. Uh, You are doing that. And that's awesome. Some people can't find that passion. We are talking about other people and and that's okay just to be a working class hero, man. You know, how many dads, my dad went to work and came home every day and someone's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. He didn't like his work, but you know, if you're lucky enough to do what you like and love and make money at it, keep doing it, sock it away. And if you have to be a working class hero, do that too and find your joy another way. Cause I don't know if everybody can find their passion. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I, I sometimes miss going home and being like, Oh, thank God I don't have to think about work. Cause when I go home, I'm in it. Like, I'm like, all right, tomorrow I have to edit this, this and this. And I'll look at my calendar and, or I'll be like, I can't leave till I've had like, 13, 14 hour days here. Cause I'm, I'm like, I have to finish this thing by, yeah. you know, but then I'll have like weekends when I'm like, okay, I'm not going to book anything, but then the holidays come around and that's when I'm like really grinding. And I'm like, okay, the weekends I have three, you know, family photo sessions. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm always torn between the whole, just go have fun. Why don't I get a travel loan out and I'll just, you know, screw it. Yeah. It'll be better, you know? Yeah. Um, but then I'm, I'm that like responsible 
kid that's like, no, you know, get straight A's and <laughs> it's, it's, it's grounded. It's a balance. It's, it's, yeah. And it's a balance. Yeah. It's Cause balance. I think we're trained to be that way yeah. to keep our head down and, and keep the nose of the grindstone, but you know, look up. And now's a good time to play. Yeah. I mean, really once you do have that marriage, if you get married or a house payment or the kids, you're kind of locked in. I mean, it's still fun, especially yeah, yeah. if you've got a partner that you really enjoy. But it's a different kind of fun. It's a different kind of fun. You're in it. You're, and then there's a, you know, 18 years of pretty hard work. Well, there's, a, there's a labor element to it for sure. Yeah. yeah. So I would recommend for people that don't have kids yet and are in your age category to, to really explore a little bit, have some fun because you're going to be locked in at some point. Yeah. And maybe even home ownership isn't going to be a big deal for your generation. You know, it's expensive here in California, and I don't even think it has to be. We loved living in apartments, man. It's, you guys live in an apartment right now? We don't, but we did. And when okay. before we bought a house, we lived in apartments. It was great. Things would break down. <laughs> call somebody. Call, call the guy. Oh. <laughs> it was great. Uh, you know, home ownership. Uh, that's a lot too. Things are always breaking down. It's a pain in the butt. But uh, I, I, I'm kind of a fan of enjoying those young years, your 20s, at the same time trying to build a future, but pretty much enjoying your freedom. And for those people that don't have freedom in their 20s, you had kids early, hey, you know, it, that works out too. My best friend had kids early and we're both free now, but she had struggled a lot more. Andy and Brandon had kids very early. Oh, right. Yeah. And so uh, we were still having fun and they're like, we'd go over there on New Year's Eve and they'd be <laughs> a baby. And you know, <laughs> I, I just remember thinking, oh man, but it works out. So I don't know if there's any hard rules here. But. Yeah, true. Express yourself. Are you looking for some stocking stuffers or something to just tell someone that you appreciate them just a little bit extra? Uh, Express yourself is there for you. If you go to Express Yourself Co., Dot com. Um, you'll see that they have all sorts of cool stuff. They have pins, they have balloons. Um, they have really cool pins actually. I'm not, I've said this before. I'm not a big pin guy, but I've actually gotten some from, uh, the homie Tony who, this is actually a shop, but, um, I've gotten some from him and, and they're pretty dope. They also have some cool dad hats. I see on here that there's only two left. Um, yeah, they have a Cybertruck pin, a Lotte pin, Chingon pin. Go check them out, man. Um, this is a perfect stocking stuffer. And if you use code ThisLife, you get 10% off of your order. Again, that's expressyoselfco.com. Give them a follow on Instagram, too. Back to the show. I have a question. Like, how your generation does that whole, like, swipe thing online for meeting people? I think that's so interesting because our kids do it. To or have done it in the past. What is that like? So, like, why don't you just meet people? I was on COVID. Yeah, well, COVID. COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Pre-COVID, PC. Uh, I I've never. I was on Tinder and I was on uh, eHarmony for one hour, and it was for a class. And I noticed that eHarmony. We had to we had to draw up a paper on online dating, but we had to get these. Um, I might still be on Tinder. I don't even know. Um, we had to get these, um, <clears throat> these accounts and see what the difference is. So eHarmony, I had to put in what I like to do on the weekends. Um, if I like pina coladas, like pretty much everything that just like kind of really spoke about me. Whereas Tinder was like, you have a Facebook? Cool. You're on. And it was like, boom, now here's your picture and talk a little bit about your, and it was just like, I was like, oh my God like wow so i started swiping and i was like i feel like such a scumbag <laughs> i feel like such a scumbag i was a i think consumer. i was a just, yeah yeah just a consumer I right? just, yeah. exactly and it felt like instagram it felt like i was buying something if uh, uh, i felt weird personally on yeah, it. Yeah. I, but i've met people that have gotten married through tinder i've i've met people who have been together forever because of tinder yeah. um or okay cupid or whatever yeah um the way i heard it described that it made sense was, I don't know if you know the comedian Aziz Ansari. Did sure. you ever watch yeah. Uh, yeah. Parks and Rec? Yeah. yeah, Tom Haverford. Yeah, Tom Haverford, there you go. Uh, a lot of people actually call me Tom Haverford because I used to work for the city, now I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. 
Entertainment 720. Um, Watch out for your partners, though. <laughs> John Ralphio. <laughs> Man, I love that show. But uh, he he has a, a a book, which I really recommend. One of the only books that I've read. One of the two books. Um, it's called Modern Love. And he talks about that. He talks about how dating used to be and how dating is now. He described, uh, I think he does this in a special too, but he describes online dating as being at a bar uh, looking at everyone and saying, okay, everyone who has a, a partner leave and they all leave. Uh, everyone who hates spaghetti leave. Everyone leaves. Everyone who loves to drink water, uh, stay and they all stay. And you pretty much just walk around and talk to everyone. <laughs> so that's pretty much what it's like. Yeah. And in that way I was, because I was very against it for so long and I was like, that's disgusting. And I can't believe people are doing that STDs. Um, but it's really not like that. It's it's now it's normalized. Yeah. Um, what are your? Do you know what your kids are? What apps they're on? Uh, I, I know I know Tala met Julian on Tinder, and they had a five year relationship. Wow. Yeah. Have or had? Had oh. they did recently break up, but they had a great relationship. Yeah. And that was a swipe. Yep. So you know, and I know people our age that some people are on a second. A relationship and they'll they're looking for someone they're finding all sorts of people so it's pretty impressive i think yeah yeah i mean it, it, it's cool i've never been on it personally but for me dating has been i've always dated someone i know it's always been you know through work which uh-huh. i don't recommend um <laughs> through school it's always been a friend first and then i'm kind of like oh you're kind of cute uh but i have done the first dates where someone knows or i i talk to them or whatever and then i'll i used to do a thing where i give them my number so i you know balls in your court right. i hope you're, yeah. you're comfortable and i got a couple like that yeah um but so many people are are very superficial because of of social media and all that and that right. might just be my dating history i don't know right. if that's everyone else but that's a good point actually yeah just uh, you're not supposed to have your phone when you eat <laughs> and you have no idea how many people I've, I've had where they're just like, <laughs> really? and they'll put it down there kind of like, I'm like, so, uh, do you like movies? <laughs> like, <laughs> Something, well, right? Now, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now I'm just like, Oh, you just want free food. Like, <laughs> you know, it's easy um, to get cynical. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that for a while I, I got, yeah. I got very cynical yeah. and I even got out of a relationship that I just kind of, there was a lot of mistrust and, and I started not trusting women and, it got very toxic where I was just kind of like, all right, well, you just want a free meal. So why would I even try? And oh, yeah. it was bad. Um, but I think I, I'm curious to know what dating's like now during COVID. Cause I've, I've heard people starting to get back into it cause things are opening up. Yeah. But that's like, that's gotta be tough fraught with tension. I yeah. mean, it's COVID, it's a pandemic. What yeah. a horrible time to be yeah. a young person try, trying to find yeah. A, yeah. a date or two or a partner right now. Yeah, yeah. well, it's gonna be over by Easter. Yeah. Or summer. That's or oh, or maybe next we're year. Rounding we're, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're rounding the corner. We're rounding the turn. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I just saw that one too. We're rounding. We're round, the, the turn is rounding. We're rounding the turn. We're rounding the turn. <laughs> Dude, I don't care who you vote for. If you look up videos of Trump talking about COVID, it's like, you're like, come on, man. You're like that kid that showed up for the oral report and didn't study or didn't look anything up. And you're just kind of like... Uh, yeah, yeah. The rocks are pretty cool because they're, you know, <laughs> sand and stuff is made from rocks and the rocks are made of sand. So, uh, and it's just like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's my, that's my, my take on dating. Um, yeah, okay. It's, we think yeah. it's interesting, but you yeah. just never know when some magic's going to happen. You know, real life magic that's not going to be online. Although, of course, online could be, have some magic too. Magic's everywhere. Yeah, magic's everywhere. You yeah. never know. Chemistry, it's just, just. Yep. It's all there. Are you guys big believers in signs? Totally. Like Sagittarius science? and all. What are your uh, oh signs? Signs. I said science. No. Si- <laughs> well, the whole astrology thing is weird because we're both Leos. Yeah. Three days apart. And we're not. not com- we're not supposed to be like. Yeah, we're not supposed to be compatible. Yeah. But. Yeah, I dated a, a tour. I'm a Sagittarius, mm-hmm. and I dated a Taurus for. Isn't that a good combo? That's a we. Oh. Bump heads. Okay. Yeah, two stubborn folks. Two yeah. stubborn folks. Yeah. Um, the way I, I I describe my sign is uh. I'm sorry that you were mad that you were wrong. 
Uh, so that sucks. But you'll deal with it. Yeah. You'll learn but, how to you deal know, with it. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys have ever watched uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm with yeah. Larry David, that, yeah, that's me. I'm like, eh, no, you're wrong. You're like, no, but uh, you're wrong. So, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm a Sag. So. That's funny to hear you say that because that doesn't sound like you, but I guess it's in it's somewhere in there. It, yeah. You're, it's, you're, it's very much Especially even to do your job like this. Yeah. It's kind of hard to imagine you being that kind of person. Be, because I wasn't, I wasn't in this job for, ever. like, when I have a client tell me, yo, this would look cool. I tell myself, no, it wouldn't. But then I go. <laughs> You know what? I think our focus should go this way. I'm very good at like talking Mr. to people. Diplom- diplomatic. Diplomatic. Yeah. I'm very diplomatic. Dipl- yeah. You yeah. are diplomatic. But but in my head I'm like No. I'm right. You're right. You know. We're not gonna do that. We're yeah. in yeah. that way. Yeah. I, I had a client, uh, a real estate agent who was like, um, and he knows who he is. We laughed about this after, but he was like, Bro, I'm thinking at the end of my video, I'll uh I'll play guitar. And I was like, Oh, and we're doing a video about like San Diego and like good investment opportunities, good restaurants, um, the traffic here and just what it's like to live in San Diego. And he's like, yeah, bro, I think I should, I should play guitar and then you'll get your drone and you'll like put, and I read the text (laughs) (laughs) and I read the text and I was like, Mm. I'm going to let him sit on it for a little bit. Uh, I texted him in the morning. I was like, you know, that might take away. I was like, while that might be a good idea to show who you are. I might take away from, you know, living in San Diego and you might lose people. And he's the like, brand. Yeah. yeah. He told me after he's like, yeah, I was a little tipsy. I was like, good man. Cause that was a terrible idea. <laughs> I was like, dude, that was awful. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but, um, man, this was fun. Yeah, I've, I've, absolutely. I want to ask so much more, but I, I think Thanks we've, we've, us. we've gotten enough. Um, do you guys have anything else to add? Anything to sprinkle on this? Oh man. Just looking the- forward to 35 more. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just to enjoy this life. You got, you got one that we know of, you never, you never know, but, but enjoy it and, uh, try to find some love out there and read a book once in a while and have some fun. <laughs> try, try. There are audiobooks. There's audiobooks. Now. There's audiobooks. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the one takeaway I, I got from this is, and you guys just t- kind of touched on it a very little, but your social circle is so important. So important. And I think with, and I made this, we took a break and I went to the, I took a tinkle, but um, I was thinking about it. I was like, oh my God, we are so separated, so anxious yeah. with social media. And we're talking about all this social media stuff. Yeah. We don't have really that human connection. There of, we go. Yeah. I'll call someone, they'll be like, what's wrong? Felix, that's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. It's so much more online now and you're right. Yeah. It, our generation definitely had, we, we just got together. Yeah. We, yeah. Have our, we have our together friends. We have our separate friends. We have just circles and circles of people. Exactly. You go yeah. on your girl trips, you yeah. go on your guy trips, yeah. you guys yeah. hang out together. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I've talked about that on the podcast and I'm like, your social circle is so important and it's hard to say that and act on it now yeah. because we have this, I have group of chats of, of people that I speak to every single day, Yeah, but we don't have that. Like, you know, yeah. I, I can't, yeah. <laughs> I was actually, I brought this up to them. I reached out. I have this, this, this group of friends, three other girls. And I was, this was before I started going to therapy and, and taking antidepressants. Um, and I was just down in the dumps and I, messaged them and I was like, yo, it was on Snapchat. So it's, yeah. you know, not very formal. Yeah. I was like, yo, I think I'm like severely depressed. And they were like, what's wrong? And I didn't respond because I was doing something. And then they started talking about fashion. <laughs> and I was like, cry, cry for help here. <laughs> I'm just on the I'm ledge. Sorry. Like, like I'm about to jump. And they're like, Hey, uh, what do you think about this dress? And I'm like, okay. And then I brought it up after and they were like, we thought you were kidding. You're always like joking. And I was like, it's like, no, those are cry for help. And like we laugh about it now, but, and that's an extreme like right. figure. And I love them to death. Uh, sure. But, I think that's a good example of we have those friends that were like, yeah, we, I talk to them every single day, yeah. but you don't have that connection with them every right. single day, or right. you don't have that big trip with them yeah. every single weekend. That so. vibe, you feel that energy from their, their, God, their spirit. Felix, you, yeah. you hit that on the head. Yeah. Thank you. Maybe yeah. all you youngsters can work on that one because you need that human inner interaction. Yeah, the vibe. The vibe is huge. Yeah. The vibe's big. Yeah. So. Yeah, and you know our friends. He's had the same 
guys he plays poker with and camps with and since they were in college since they're 20 some years old and my girlfriend's like i still have the same girls i went to conway with yeah. conway Michigan, wow. Eskimo high as well as many other circles yeah, but that's amazing long-term friends yeah. and you guys would go over to each other's houses and Interact. Dinners, cook dinners together. Oh, yeah. You would interact. Interact, absolutely. Four or five couples at a time. Sports, play music. Play music. Sports, go, cook yeah. together, yeah. together, go camping together, yeah. weekends, away concerts together. Yeah, so many concerts, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, well. Yeah. It's there. It's out it's there. It's there. Yeah. I think we just got to look for it. We got to find it. We got to put in the effort. That's so. right. Enjoy. Chris, Vicky. Ooh. Miss Sullivan, Miss Sullivan, <laughs> Vicky, 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 Miss Sullivan, Vicky. Uh, Felix, I, thank you so much for having us. I, yeah. I appreciate. I'm so yeah. proud of yeah. you. Thank Just you. Just grown up so nicely. Thank you. I appreciate you both being on. Um, and I hope the listeners got a lot from this because there's 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 a lot of knowledge here. Um, it might be spread around because we went on on some on some tangents, but yeah, yeah. those are the best conversations. Um, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you give me a follow uh, at Mallorca Media on Instagram. Um, subscribe, leave a review for this this podcast. Uh, follow me on YouTube or subscribe to my YouTube because I, I put up these these videos. Um, yeah. Anything else you guys want to add? I, I feel pretty good about our first podcast. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be on many more now. <laughs> <laughs> the phone's ringing. I know. Alrighty, folks. This was another episode of This Life, a podcast by Mallorca Media. I'm your host, Felix Mallorca. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> wow. <I feel> wild. <laughs> wild. Yeah. 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 yeah.